right. Well, yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. To Dizzy for Dizzy. Yes, welcome to a special episode. That's right. This is our Ask Us Anything That's edition right. for the end of the year. Ooh, I shouldn't have had that look I'm going to be all burpy. <laughs> I know, bad. I've got my sparkling water too. <laughs> um, so yeah, we hope you guys all had a lovely Christmas. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you had, if you're listening to us, it's New Year's Day now. Yeah. Um, which is my birthday. <laughs> um, that's right it is and also if wait was... so are we skipping christmas i know we talked about this didn't we or is this well i figure because we release this is what we were releasing on although i guess we yeah wouldn't this be christmas the christmas episode yes yeah okay Just kidding it's not <laughs> I totally was thinking way ahead. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody who <laughs> celebrates Christmas. If not, happy December 25th. Happy um, premiere day for Demet and Ebo's Yeah. Easy. Now, is that for sure? I Well, it was on the TV8 Twitter. And, and then somebody, but then I saw somebody tweet that they deleted it. That they deleted it. it. But then it was also on the show Twitter. Okay. Account. See, and I need to... Um, did you subscribe to the channel on YouTube? Oh, I didn't, but I will. So, um, crap, what's the name of the DZ? Because I still keep calling it Naveen. I know. Um, so now I can't. It's Dodun Ev Kadarindir. Oh my gosh. That's going to be so hard. I know. I think it's, I, I looked it up. <laughs> oh, excuse God me. bless you. Thank you. And it meant, I did a Google Translate mm-hmm. and it said, <laughs> yeah, what does it say some of the stuff that i looked up oh why doesn't it have it in my history yes darn it oh, now i have to redo it it was something like um okay hang on i'm gonna do i'm gonna do this you guys Do-do. yeah i'm trying to scroll through too but tv8 tweets a lot so Do-do. oh here we go TV? I think it's like the house I was born in, oh. or but then uh, together as a phrase, it, yeah. it changed it. Oh yeah, the tweet Don't now just if. says "soon" on TV. Yeah. Whereas before, it actually it actually had the date of the twenty fifth of December. Uh huh. Destiny is your home. Oh, destiny is your home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, just in case they do, I know. Um, I know. When I first saw that, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe it!" I know. Except we won't be able to. We won't be able to watch live if it actually does air. Yeah. Then because we'll be celebrating Christmas. I know. So. I know. Um, wow. I feel like I really botched that intro, guys. Well, but still, <laughs> because that, like, they're hey, they're the ones who did it. I know, but I'm like, hey, happy birthday to me because I think I thought this episode was releasing on January first, but it's not. And then I'm like, hey, happy premiere day to Demet and Ebo when it's probably not even airing on that day now. <laughs> well, welcome to our professionalism here at Dizzy for Dizzy. We are super professional yep. here. Yep. Can't get any better yeah. than us. I'll just stick with Merry Christmas because no matter what, Christmas is on the 25th of yep. December. So. Yeah. So if you guys are celebrating, hopefully you're having yes. a great day. I mean, maybe you're having, maybe you're like, I'm over this and I'm hiding away in my room listening yeah. to the podcast and that's okay too. Yeah, that's what we're <laughs> And we're here. happy to be here that's for you. That's what we're here for. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Can, so. Yeah. So, this is our AMA episode, yes. uh, which if you don't know what that means, it's Ask Me Anything. Yes. So, we kind of put that out a couple days ago to 
let you guys put in your questions. And it's funny. I was telling Kristen that I was – I don't know why I was surprised by this. Mm-hmm. But overwhelmingly, the question seemed to be about Arkanji Kush. Yes. <laughs> and I w- maybe I was expecting a little more questions about us personally. So was I. But that's okay. I yeah. Mean, yeah. If you guys are wanting to hear certain thoughts or things about the show that we haven't touched on, we definitely want to share them. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, we did say ask us anything. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, we did get some – we did get a few personal questions that I was like, oh, those are good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It'll be fun to dive in. So, yep. um, <clears throat> so Kristen's the one who – did the gathering of the questions. Yes. Ashley put it all out there, and then I took screenshots. So I'm hoping I got everybody's questions. I checked, like, literally two minutes before we started to record to try to grab any last-minute ones. Yeah. So hopefully I got them all. But if there are more questions that you guys have, mm-hmm. um, send them our way, because if we get enough of them again, we can totally do another episode in the future. Totally. So, all right. Um, they're probably not in the order that they came, but that's all right. So one question came from, these are questions from Instagram, and I believe this girl's name's Christina. I say this every time because her handle is not her name. Oh, okay. But I'm pretty sure her name's Christina. And she asked, what are your favorite book or books of all time? Oh my gosh. And what book to movie adaptation did you like? Such a good question, right? That's a really good question. Well, book to movie adaptation. For me. Go ahead. No, go ahead. For me, it's Anne of Green Gables. Oh, yeah. And not because they actually really stuck to the book. They had to, they got rid of all, I mean, the books were very detailed. So they did have to edit out a lot of um, details. But Uh I feel like the story that they did keep, Mm -hmm. they kept to it very well. Mm -hmm. And by Anne of Green Gables, I don't mean the Netflix one. I have never even watched that. And with an E. Yeah. I have, I am referring you mean to the one with Megan follows the ones with Megan follows and, and Jonathan Crombie. Uh-huh. That were made like in I think by the Canadian Broadcasting Company. I believe you're correct. Yeah. And I'm only talking about the first two cuz a third one was made like 15 years later. Yeah, that one doesn't exist. So that, we, pr- yeah. we pretend that one was never made. That we pretend yeah, Ashley and I watched that one once together and we were like never again. Yeah, I was like you need to just watch this so that you can say that you've watched it. Right. But you're but not going to like it, and yep. I'm sorry. It's terrible. <laughs> it's so, yeah, I'm talking about Anne of Green Gables, and then it's some somewhere, some places it's called Anne of Green Gables, the sequel, and other places yeah. it's called Anne of Avonlea. Avonlea. yeah. But those two are, I love, I watch that movie every single year, and it's one of my favorite books. Yeah. And, yeah, so for me, that, I think, it's hard to, all time is hard because it's like, sometimes I have current favorites. Of adaptations? Of just, like, books. Like, oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, gosh, this is one of the best books I read this year. But it's like, is it my favorite book of all time? I haven't – and I feel like if it's something I've only read once or twice because it's newer to me, then no, I can't count that as, like, of all time. Because Anne of Green Gables I've watched and read now for several years. So I feel like that one – Oh, so you're pairing the two, the two questions. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I think so. Okay. Because I'm like, what other books have I, like, read over and over and not – Yeah. Not that many. Yeah. So – well, as far as – see, I'm separating the two. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Because without a doubt, the best uh, book-to-movie adaptations are The Lord of the Rings. Okay. Like, w- without a doubt. Those <laughs> are the best. And, yeah, I've – and I read all the books, and mm-hmm. it's – I had I had one tiny complaint mm-hmm. when those came out 
because they didn't include Tom Bombadil, who is in the book and he's not in the movie. Okay. However, I can understand why they cut him out. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, yeah. Lord of the Rings, for sure. Okay. For book-to-movie adaptation. For book-to-movie adaptation, okay. yeah. For favorite or the best, the one that I think is the best. Mm-hmm. As far as favorite that's hard, huh? It is. So, and that's what I, I'm saying, like, see, I, t- to me, part of it is, like, the rereadability or how often you want to reread it. Yeah. So if that's what I'm judging it on, mm-hmm. I'm going to say Harry Potter. Okay. See, and that's why that's why I answered Anne of Green Gables because yeah. it's the one I've – it's the one I've reread the most. So I don't yeah. think it's necessarily – I honestly – you're asking two readers, so I think right. it's an impossible question to ask well, for a favorite Kristen book. Well, because Kristen has read, what, over 100 books this year? I've read 142 so far this yeah. year. Yeah, and I've read like 65 or 67, yeah. so something like that. so it's more like than that. one week. Yeah. And, yeah, so it's like, and that's just this year alone. So right. So it's like, it's hard enough just to pick my favorite book I've read this year. Because it's right. like, well, I love this one because of this and this. But then I also love this one, which is not even comparable because the subject right. matter or theme or whatever is entirely different. Yeah. So yeah, as a reader, I think it's pretty impossible to ask someone what their actual like full on favorite book is. Yeah. So, but for me, because Anne of Green Gables is what I've reread the most over yeah. my li- over the course of my life. Right. Like the first time I checked it out, I was in elementary school. Okay. Like, yeah. And I've just always read it on a regular basis since then. So yeah. it's my most read. Yeah. It's my yeah. most loved book, I guess. Yeah. My most well-loved book. Yeah. And same with, like, I get the itch to read Harry Potter every year during Christmas time. Yes, you were just telling me about uh-huh. when... Like, I've been getting the itch lately. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, it's almost Christmas. I want to read Harry Potter. And and it's something that I've reread multiple times. And every time I reread it, I'm like, oh, I I noticed this extra little mm-hmm. thing. And it, I it love just makes when that me happens. love the series that much more. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Those are very good questions. Very Thank good. you, Christina. Um, <laughs> Moran asked us, so when are you two going to Turkey? <laughs> it, well, if it were just up to us, I, I think know. we would have been there already and um, planning our yes. next trip. Um, yes. Yeah. So I, I don't really have an answer for that, but I would, I would love for it to happen. Yeah. My husband has this thing about leaving the country in general, like ever. Um, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so... And that's a hard question to answer. Yeah. But we it, would love to go. Yeah. Be- I mean, for me, I was just talking to my husband yesterday mm-hmm. about Taking like – a trip. Tell- yeah. And, and saying, you know, we could go to Istanbul. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, you know, I thought about that. So I don't know. Yeah. Eric's much more amenable than Jason is. So. Yeah. He's he's a traveler though. Right. He and like we're very like where where can we go? Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. That. My husband's like that just within like the continental United States. He's just. <laughs> I love him. And he's a very good husband. But he's just not like he doesn't have a world traveling bug. Right. So I'll have to find someone to take me. <laughs> um. I still think it would be fun for the two of us to go. I do too. But Eric would be like, why can't I come? <laughs> I know. And then I'd be like, well, and then I could be like, well, babe, Eric's coming. So yeah. it's either going to be the three of us or you can Exactly. Come with us. Or you can tag along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully someday in the not so distant future. Yes. Hopefully. Um, uh, Juju Simos asked us, oh, this is a good one. If you had to delete a volume of EK so that no one could see it again. Which would you choose? Oh my gosh. 
That's a really good question. See, this is where my bad memory gets sketchy. (laughs) Because I'm pretty positive it would be one of the 30s that I would choose. Mm -hmm. Maybe the latter 30s, like 38 or Mm -hmm. 37. Mm -hmm. when The ones we're about to dive into. Yes, and when it was like... um, um, well, it's just kind of chaos, and you don't really know where the story is going. Yeah, and why can't I think of her name? I just lost the writer's name. I want like Asli. Thank you. What mm-hmm. the heck is wrong with me? <laughs> um, when it just felt like Asli was sabotaging straws and sabotaging. I know. Part of me is like, did you find out you were being replaced, and were you like, I'm going to make this as difficult as possible on whoever's taking over by just writing a bunch of garbage? Yeah, because I distinctly remember. I don't remember if it was 37 or 38, mm-hmm. but it very much felt like, yeah. screw you guys. Uh-huh. This is like, let me leave you with this uh-huh. as, as I'm on my way out. Yeah. Um, gosh, that's hard because part of me wants to say the episode where Sanam actually signs over her fragrance uh, because it's like, that was just such a, I still don't buy that she would do that after Every, like sneaking behind to do it back so like quickly that, to do it so quickly mm-hmm. um but i don't think deleting that episode would have kept it from happening necessarily right i think i would delete and i think i would delete um i is it episode 50 i want to say it's the second to last episode because half that episode was spent just on melly hot's weird that's true like nothing happens and it's like you just wasted my time and the show is ending yeah like uh yeah that was a very maddening i'm almost positive it's episode 50 i think you're right i think Um, you're right it was so frustrating it's like really you guys really Uh (laughs) uh-huh all we only have two and a half hours left after Uh this what are you doing exactly yeah and they spent literally half that episode on this whole melly hot storyline that made no sense because she's only ever been a character that pops up here and there and then she was getting this whole thing it just made no sense yeah so i felt like that did nothing to further the storyline um we didn't really get any um we didn't get any good movement in the John M storyline and his memory and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's an episode where we get a couple – he starts to get a couple flashes of things. Yeah. But, but still, it was yeah. like nothing actually happened. Right. Because – It was one again, of those weird half, episodes yep. where you're going, how is this two and a half hours and nothing is happening? Yes. Yeah. So I think I would pick that one. Yeah. Um, Nayara says, oh, this is a good one too. What other TV shows do you watch, Turkish or not? Mm. So the funny thing is, is if you had asked me this a little over a year ago, just before I started watching Turk Dizzy, mm-hmm. I would have had a very long list for you. <laughs> Since then. It's been whittled down. It has been whittled down quite a bit. I have neglected several of my quote regular TV shows because Turk Dizzy like took over my life and it was like, and then once I saw like good acting and awesome chemistry. I realized how much chemistry doesn't exist between a lot of so-called romantic pairings yeah. on TV, mm-hmm. on American TV. Um, so I would say the TV shows I watch now, I still I keep up on This Is Us. I always stay current on that. Um, I watch – what else? This Is Us is like the only one I can think of that I <laughs> – 
like actually well you just started that week. one show that just has one season oh i uh on virgin Netflix, river virgin river yeah it's based on a book series i did just yeah it's like eight or nine episodes for the yeah. first season so i did just kind of binge that last mm-hmm. weekend on netflix um, and it's not just Turk DZ. I've been re- I've read a lot more this year than I have in years Obviously. past. Obviously, so some of that is yeah, some of that is books taking over my life yeah. too that I'm not watching TV. Yeah, um, the same thing happened to me, really. Yeah, yeah. So, um, those are the only ones that really pop. Oh, I watched Grey's Anatomy. Hmm. Um, and oh, a million little things. That's a new show. It's in its second season. That one I always keep up on. That one and This Is Us are very emotional shows. And Brooklyn Nine Nine. Our lists are gonna be so different. I know. It's so funny. I know. <laughs> and Brooklyn Nine Nine. And I would say The Office, just because my husband and I watch an episode or two of that every single night. Yeah. Um, it's kind of our thing. Like he gets home from work, he yeah. showers while I'm finishing dinner. We have dinner, and usually we'll have dinner in the living room and then like watch an episode of the office together mm-hmm. so i was even though that show has been over for years um yeah yeah so yeah i think i think that's a good enough list there's probably a few more i watch but there's shows i watch that i know i'm still behind on them because okay. i'm like oh i'll catch up when i feel like it yeah because of ek and reading so yeah yeah we i'm always watching the office mm-hmm. it's yeah it's just like it's background always on. Noise, right yeah yeah and and i never don't laugh at the office it's like so I've seen each episode at least five times. Which is why I still I don't understand still... why you haven't watched Parks and Rec yet. I just love that show so I much. I know. And it's we, so funny. I've tried. It's just not. I've it's tried just funny and it doesn't. That's so funny to me. Well, and, and I've seen later episodes because mm-hmm. Eric kind of started to watch it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this show is funny. It is. And so the stuff that I've seen, yes, it's funny. Mm-hmm. But I always feel the obligation to start a show from the beginning. Right. And so I just haven't made the yeah. effort to do that i get it because like i started watching brooklyn 99 and i love that show mm-hmm. and it's hilarious although i'm way behind on mm-hmm. it i love new girl but then i never finished the last season oh. i'm like a not a finisher which with a lot of shows it's yeah, the weirdest thing funny. yeah new yeah. girl oh my gosh i loved that show yeah so anyway um currently though mm-hmm. let's see we're watching the mandalorian which is is pretty good so mm-hmm. far um and that's a new star wars thing Kristen. okay it's a new star wars show <laughs> yeah, i don't watch star wars guys please don't hate me um i really like the crown so okay. the new the latest season of that just came out and I've been hearing i'm mixed only things about that one because of the cast change some people have been like happy with it and some people well it have was been... that was see to me i'm like it's it was planned. It was inevitable, right? I was like, I don't it even watch that show, that and way. I knew that. Like, yeah. It's been like buzz. And like Claire Foy, back however mm-hmm. long ago when the second season like like was released, mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, I'm done as the queen. Mm-hmm. Like they have the, the next, for the next kind of stage of right, the queen's it's life. Like, there's like several years. Yeah, they have like separated, 50, right? yeah. 50 years or something to go off yeah, of. Yeah, so they have to. Yeah, it just makes sense. Okay. And Olivia Coleman is a great actress. <laughs> so who are they? <laughs> well, anyway. if you knew who, uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Who said it? Yeah. Oh, you can tell me later. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, oh. Um, What else do I watch? I like Victoria. Um... But again, I'm behind. Mm-hmm. It's like I like start all these shows. Like I started Poldark and mm-hmm. I loved that. And then I haven't kept up on it. 
Um, what else? Uh, yeah, I feel like as far as current, current stuff. I, I mean, she didn't watch... say it had to be current. I think I just ordered that. She just said what other TV shows. Yeah. Watch current. If Turkish I'm like, not. oh, let me put something on. I'll put on The Office or I'll put on Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. I've Duh, seen that a billion Girls. times. I should have answered that. Um, and Friends, I know every episode by heart. Yes. I haven't watched it in a while, but it's because I own the DVD. So it's like I can watch it on Netflix at yeah. least for another couple weeks. And mm-hmm. then I own the DVDs. But yeah, that episode I know by heart. Yeah. I've been, I've been a little out, honestly, since we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. I've been a little out of Turk Dizzy. Yeah. Because, mostly because of the time. Yeah. Because we, we do this. Mm-hmm. And so kind of taking the time, like I still haven't finished J.J.J. Big Gazelle. Yeah. And I have three episodes left. Well, that kind of leads me into the next one. Okay. Another question from Moran. Uh-huh. Because she asked on Twitter, how on earth do you find the time with work, life, uh, more things to watch, prepare, record, edit, and probably more post-editing stuff that we don't see and do it on a regular basis? Mm. I can hardly find time to walk my dog. And she wrote, and thank you. I love you for taking the time to Aww. do it. We love you too, Moran. Yes. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, before we started the podcast, you guys, I – because we started the podcast – we dropped it in April, but we started recording, like, in March, I would say. Yeah. Um, From November of last year is when I started EK. Uh-huh. Binged through those 20 episodes I had to get through before I was current. Mm-hmm. I also watched um, uh, Sia Baez Ashk. Mm-hmm. I watched Intersection, which is on Netflix. And I watched um, Mutashem Ikili, which was a very short-lived DZ. Yeah. But I watched that current. Like, that was a new DZ. Right. And get this. I was just telling this to Ashley. Like, and not only was I watching all those plus EK, I was watching EK live every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Then I would watch it when the subs would come out. Like, you know, the YouTube subs would come out, like, the next day. I would then watch it with subs because I was like, now I need to see it with subs. And then I would usually watch it again during the week. So it's like I was watching EK two to three times a week. Yeah. The same episode just to really absorb everything that was happening plus my other DZs. Yeah. So – and I did all that from like November to March. Yeah. And then I started Hair J.I. and um, I – I'm not current on that. Mm-hmm. I started and have loved uh, Kara Saved Da, which I've mentioned before, but I have yet to sit down and watch more of that. Um, so when you ask where I find the time, I cut out a lot of my other DZ watching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it takes us longer. You know, the episodes are already, you guys know, two to two and a half hours. It never takes us just two to two and a half hours to watch it. Right, because, because we're taking We're taking notes. notes to have talking points. Yeah, often taking pictures yep. or screenshots. Taking screenshots of things that they're saying. So sometimes having to rewind. Yep. Um, pausing to write my own thoughts or something mm-hmm. so I don't forget it by the time we record the next day. Yeah. So, yeah, I cut out a lot of my other TV and DZ watching. Same with me. To make the time for that. And then um, it's like I've gotten so sucked into reading that that's, yes. that that's – if I have the spare time – Then you're in a book. Then I'm in a book. Yes. Same. Yeah. So, yeah. And as far as like having the time, I don't have a – I go to work job from 9 to 5. 
Um, so it gives me time to do a lot of like the editing, which we've gotten that process down a lot better. Yeah. So we used to record super early because it would take me a few days because we were just so picky about every little noise and thing. And yeah. I would like go through and listen to the episode and like delete stuff. Now it's just more like, well, we just <laughs> put a couple of filter sound filters over it and uh-huh. like upload it. So our editing yeah. has gone down quite a bit. A lot. You guys don't seem to mind. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I have more time. I'm at home a lot more. So I have more time to like take care of that stuff and be interactive on social media and stuff with all of you guys yeah. and all that. So yep. um, yeah, that's kind of how we find the time. Well, and technically I work from home, mm-hmm. which so you have makes a, more a huge flexible schedule. difference. Yeah. If I had to go to a location every day from nine to five, it would be much harder. Yeah. And um. Yeah, because what I can, what I usually do is I take my work with me mm-hmm. to Kristen's house and I'll spend however much like taking care of what I need to take care of, then we'll record. Right. And then oftentimes I'm right back to my computer. Right. Um, doing or she's what I like need leaving from my house to a work meeting or coming from a work or meeting. Or coming from one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. So, so we just kind of figure it out. Yeah, that definitely helps with being able to schedule this. Oh, yeah. Because I'm trying to think like, even if you had a physical job to go to every day. Mm hmm. And I was still the same. It would still be hard because then you would have to try to find the time to watch an episode. Yeah. We get together. And yep. so, yeah, it just happens to work out yeah. that we have flexible schedules. Yep. <laughs> and that's not the norm. So. No. Um, Emily asked us, do you miss the show and do you like the ending? Of course I miss the show. Yes, of course. Um, And, I mean, it's a pretty general question. Do you like the ending? Yes, in the sense of, you know, we – got our HEA mm-hmm. for them and but in a more detailed sense no <laughs> because yeah the the show deserved better yeah and I understand that's how just it kind of works in Turk DZ world all of a sudden they just make a decision based on ratings and mm-hmm. bam like sometimes shows don't even get like a final couple episodes to wrap things up they just end mm-hmm. so I get that we technically were lucky to even have like a three episode warning right however I don't think those three episodes were utilized very well mm-hmm. because we had yet another writer change. Mm-hmm. We had gotten Aisha back mm-hmm. and then she was basically brought on to bring the show back on course mm-hmm. over the summer. And then it was going to be handed over to this other writing duo who, from what I understood, was very po- is very popular in Turkey yeah. and has had very good success in, show- in shows that they've written. But we didn't get a chance to see that because then right. they were basically like, oh, here you go. Here's the show you've never been a part of. And now you have to wrap it up in three episodes. Yep. So we kind of got screwed for lack of a nicer way of saying Mm -hmm. things with that. Um, Yeah. And and then I think with the fact that once we knew we only had three episodes left, like I said, one of those episodes was half Melly Hot, which was like, you're not even a main side character. Like it would have made more sense to have – a whole storyline that involved Ihan or Osman who weren't on the show at that point anymore. But yep. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, or even JJ, we could have spent, if that whole, if half that episode had been spent on getting to know JJ better yep. and something with his hometown or whatever, I could have reconciled that. Yep. I still would have wished for more John M. Right. But at least it would have made sense. It would have made much more sense. So yeah. I feel like the time wasn't used well yeah. that they, when we found out there was a timeline left. Yeah. And yeah, so and then I, there were a lot of loose ends mm-hmm. with certain things, like yes, yeah, because like I said, I shouldn't get to finish the show. Right. They brought her back on, so no, I would have liked I should have finished it. And I think if we had even had 
even two more episodes than mm-hmm. we were given. It would have helped. It would have helped. Yeah. So, yeah. Short answer, yes. Long answer, not really. Yeah. I agree <laughs> with everything Kristen said. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> um, the Roshdi asked us, what do you call your fandom? And love from Dubai. Aww. So, hello, Dubai. <laughs> um, we call ourselves, er- well, at least for the podcast, we yeah. call ourselves early birds. Yeah. That's what we call you guys, too. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the EK fandom in general, I don't think there's really a name. They just kind of call it yeah. the fandom. Yeah. We we personally just refer to any or Kenji Kush fan as an early bird. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's, like, totally adopted by, like, the entire fandom. Just yeah. kind of people who listen to the podcast. Yeah. And obviously the reason for that is because that's the direct translation for yes. Kenji Kush. Yes. So, early birds. Um, WLFLON on Instagram asked, will you do a podcast about Demet's new show? I, I think we're wanting to. Yeah. Although I didn't think it was starting until now – until like later mm-hmm. um there's not really a premiere date now so hopefully yes i don't know if we'll be able to do it in real time yeah because we won't be finished with ek episodes until april right so because you know we still have 16 more to get through yeah so that's another so four 16 months more weeks. yeah that's yeah. 16 more weeks of uh-huh. ek so it's kind of, like I said, we already have to do the balancing of time to do right. this one every week. So I don't right. think we could record two podcasts a week for two DZs that are like two, two and a half hours. If if we were to do, I feel like if we were to do that, it would be much more informal. Yeah. Where probably, we're like doing a quick yes. recap reaction. Yes, like and probably not really note taking yes. that kind of a thing. Like the few episodes we've done in the past when we had when we would watch a live episode of yeah. EK and then just mm-hmm. kind of do an immediate podcast of our initial yeah. thoughts. If we do, it would probably be like that mm-hmm. where we watch the live episode together. Yeah. Without subs. Yeah. And depend on all the lovely Twitter ladies yeah. who substitute scene substitute sub subtitle. Yeah. <laughs> Why could I not think of that word? <laughs> Subtitle scenes. And then kind of go based off of that. Yeah. So it's it's a plan, but it would be nice if we could start a DZ new where yeah. we're not like re-watching yeah. and then recording. It'd be nice to be able to record episodes where we're both watching for the first time mm-hmm. and taking notes. So whether that yeah. winds up getting to be Demet's show or right. another one that starts in the spring around the same time that we're ending our EK episodes, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. But I'm sure Demet's will find its way in there somehow because we love her yeah um same same user on instagram asked um she basically was wanting to comment about how ek didn't do justice to john deviant and left yeet basically unpunished yeah (laughs) and i mean i agree yeah there yeah i could probably speak a whole episode about that being a thing that was never dealt with oh yeah i mean i understand why they probably had to get rid of yeet quickly for like budget reasons they got mm-hmm. rid of a lot of the actors that way but there still could have been off-screen justice yep like yep. you know it was found it's out easily he was arrested. yes they could yeah. have written something in that basically was like or he dies in a plane crash yep. like i said yep i agree yeah so yeah no he we absolutely deserve justice for him and huma both uh-huh. because they were just wretched wretched people yeah, from Huma 39 totally on. Gets I mean, Huma has deserved it since she arrived. Yeah. But really from 39 on, those two were just so terrible. Awful. Yep. So yeah. 
that is upsetting. Mm-hmm. And then same user just wrote Turkey's reaction to John, like in general. Mm. I feel like this is such a touchy subject. Um, and and it's that's tough because we don't live there. No, we don't live there. We're not we, that familiar with no. the way that the media and celebrity works over in Turkey. Right. We know so, how it is here. Right. And I imagine and that it's would a, be the way that we would judge that situation. Right. And I will say too, like, I mean, it has seemed like ever since I started the show and probably even before, like he's never really had a, um, he's had a lot of issues with the media and stuff there. Right. Um, so, you know, I guess you could just say from what we have seen and know of him, which isn't much because Mm -hmm. most of the quote John we know is his character right? (laughs) and that's not him. Yeah. Um, is yeah, it, you know, it seems to suck. I can't imagine living my life in, front of camera lenses all the time yeah and where everything i say or do is um and turkish media is not very gracious towards him right so right and that's not to say he's perfect and that's not to say that he hasn't put his foot in his mouth but that kind of seems fairly general as far as even with demet yeah oh they're not gracious towards demet either they're not they're constantly looking for for yep bad things to point out with right. both of them yep so and i know that even like kivanch has had his oh yeah you know, moments in media mm-hmm. in the past like where he, i i want to say it was him and his now wife they basically had to hide their relationship Probably. for a long time yeah and there was even horrible rumors milling about them and mm-hmm. you know all this stuff. so it's like yeah yeah I, it's just a different world it, as far as yes. celebrity and it's a different it's and, a very different world over there and yeah. i don't think either one of us know enough about it to yeah. really make a judgment call on yeah that. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. On Twitter, Lizzie asks, says, I miss them because it was a gift that you had posted. Mm-hmm. And she said, also, where are you girls from? We oh. are from Southern California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and our sweet friend Fatima asked, what podcasts do you listen to? Mm. And also, are there any that you draw inspiration from? Oh. And I was like, that's a good question. That's a good question. Let's see. I know. <laughs> um, a lot of mine I... are a lot of mine are true crime. Yeah, same with me. Um, um, I listen to my favorite murder. Mm-hmm. Um, the Murder Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, those two I listen to the most frequently. Yeah. And I mean, there's there's some um, there's a couple of book podcasts and things I listen to, but not regularly because I don't like to listen. I don't like to listen to episodes on books I haven't read. So, yeah, um, it's that's more sporadic listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and but yeah, I would say true crime. I listen to every week. I'm pretty much caught up on that. Then there's been um, I started The Office Ladies, which is two of the actresses from The Office mm-hmm. are going back and like talking about episodes of The Office. Uh-huh. Um, and that's been kind of fun. And I'm trying to think. That's like the only other, funnily enough, like TV show podcast I listen to. Okay. Considering I co-host a TV show podcast, uh-huh. I don't listen to very many other ones. Yeah. Um. So yeah, mine are mostly true crime. <laughs> yeah. True crime is my general. Uh, you'll see that mostly in my library. I'm the same as far as most of mine are true crime. Um, my favorite murder case file. I like criminal. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Dirty John is nuts. Everyone should listen to yes, Dirty John. That one's just a short, um, what is it, like six or seven I episodes? I think so. Yeah. yeah it's not a continuous, really but that one's very, very good. Serial, mm-hmm. although the, I haven't I listened, listened to the to, second season. Yeah, I only listened to the first season of Serial. Um, Up, Up and Vanished. Mm-hmm. Huh? Um, Ashley got me hooked on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Irrelevant Information Podcast. Yes, our that friend is Rod. Rod's podcast. His are fun to listen to you guys because they're like maybe 15, 20 yeah. minutes, sometimes only like 10 minute episodes. Yeah. And they're just literally about anything and everything, like just fun facts and random information. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those I, his I'll, I'll listen to in um, whatever ones I haven't caught up on yet. Usually on Mondays, I'll have them in my AirPods like while I'm cleaning, mm. doing laundry and stuff, and I'll just learn random facts, like about the bay leaf and yeah. about <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So and Rod played a part in us even like starting the podcast. Mm-hmm. So yes, we gotta give him a shout out. You guys should check out his podcast, The Irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Irrelevant Information, Information podcast. podcast. Um, and then I really like Hidden Brain. Um. And there's this one podcast called The Dream that's about multi-level oh, marketing. Oh, yeah. That one that is one's really good. good. Their, com- their second season is just starting mm-hmm. out. Um, and then, yeah, b- I like book podcasts like LeVar Burton Reads. I like that one. Um, all the Books, that's a Book Riot podcast. And that is – they talk about all the latest releases for whatever – they usually do it on Tuesdays. And mm-hmm. they'll talk about – but it's usually a couple different hosts that they'll rotate through. And yeah. they talk about um, the releases for that week that they are personally recommending. Uh-huh. They'll, like, pick. Because every Tuesday, I think it is, is kind of release day for uh-huh. books in the industry. Yeah. And they'll have all these – you know, arcs and stuff that they read through and they'll pick which ones are their favorites and which ones are recommending. Mm-hmm. They'll do a brief synopsis of them. Yeah. Um, so that's another kind of quick one that yeah. you can uh, get through pretty, pretty quickly and easily. And they have um, a lot of different genres that the girls will choose from, mm-hmm. which is um, kind of nice. Yeah. Um, I like, do you need a ride? I like dumb <laughs> people town. Um, oh, I also listen not to your Arm- mom's romance book club. Yes. Um, I also listen to armchair expert sometimes that's Dax Shepard and he's interviewing just other celebrities, but some, and they're usually pretty in depth. So it's like, they're good, like hour, hour and a half episodes where it's just him and another celebrity friend of his talking yeah. about life and stuff. And yeah, yeah, I like that one. And I think that's kind of it. Mm. That between the two of us, yeah, that covers that yeah. covers a good amount of podcasts for you guys to check out. Yep. Oh, and of course the Murder Squad. Yeah. Yes. And those are all like current cases, mm-hmm. which is generally their current cases. Yeah. Um. So or at least un you know unsolved or unsolved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really great because it kind of brings to light situations where maybe kind of the citizen detectives who listen. Yes can if maybe they know something about this uh missing person or this unsolved case and they can help out yeah which is really cool crowdsourced crime solving exactly (laughs) yeah so that one is really good yes i agree also we love paul holes so i think we've mentioned him before on this podcast yes he's an american hero and he is one of the hosts yes um and let's see what else so these next ones are from Love from AT- from ATL. Love from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And she says, this is awesome. I have a few questions. Uh, how long have you two been friends? As it seems like it's been since day one on earth. 
And honestly, <laughs> it's pretty close. <laughs> um, yeah. What, we were probably 10? Yeah, I would say we've probably technically known each other since we were like little, little kids because we grew up in the same church. Yeah. So I honestly can't pinpoint an exact date that Ashley and I met. Yeah. Because we just kind of grew up in church together. But I would say we really like formed an actual friendship. I would probably say like seventh grade because that's when we both started going to the same school. Like yes. we knew each other and saw each other at church, but we didn't really do much together outside of it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But then we both started at the same middle school. Right. And then, like, that's, I would say, when we became friends. So, like, probably when we were, like, 11. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we had yeah. the same classes. We had a, usually – all through middle school, we pretty much had all of our classes together because we were both in honors classes. And mm-hmm. there were only, like, one specific period was honors classes. Yeah, like so one or two. we pretty much had the same schedule all throughout middle school. Uh-huh. And we – I don't know that we shared a lot of classes in high school together, but. But high school was like really when mm-hmm. we started hanging out though. Yes. Um, yep. And. Yeah. Yeah. High school we got even Like closer. more than. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah. So high school we got really, really close and then pretty much stayed that way because then after high school. Yeah. Not long after high school we moved in together. Mm-hmm. And then we were roommates and we both worked at. Um, the same restaurant uh-huh. for nearly a decade together. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So we've been friends for like literally like twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And the next part of that question is: Have you both always lived in SoCal? I have. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, not me. <laughs> and I took a quick little. It was not that um, quick. It was like three years. It was three and a half years. <laughs> My husband and I moved to Washington State for a little while. Yes. We lived in a little town called Anacortes, which is beautiful. Yes, it is, because I went and, and visited her during her spring breaks. Yep, and it's part of a little cluster of islands called the San Juan Islands. If you guys ever go to Washington, you should absolutely visit up in that area. Mm-hmm. It's northwest of Seattle, and Seattle is really cool, but if you're looking for something that's a little more removed and beautiful and kind of small townish. Yeah, it's not so touristy. Yeah, it's very much got that small town vibe. So, um, yeah. And then we came back just a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so just in time yes. to start much, the podcast. Much, much to my delight. <laughs> yeah, and I got back and I was like, watch this show, Kristen. Uh-huh, pretty much. <laughs> she moved back uh, summer of last year mm-hmm. and like – a month later was like, there's this show I just started. Yeah. So, yeah. And now here we are. And then um, she says, serious. She also asked, seriously, what would you do if John actually agreed to join your podcast? Oh. Because, you know, we, we would always invite first, him out. First of all, we would freak out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, first we would say yes. Uh-huh. And then we would freak out. And then we'd probably stay freaked out for a very long time. Uh-huh. And then we'd probably be freaked out. When we met him. Yeah. And this is a hard one because she says, what three questions each would you ask him? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So hard. Because obviously, like, I would want to ask him, like, all these personal questions, but I, out of respect, I would not. See, I would want to know his ideal role. Like, Ooh, that's a good Like, one. if there's a, a, you know, book or script or character that he's always wanted to play. Yeah. That's one that I would want to ask That's him. That's a really good one. 
Um, I think I would probably ask him, I would ask him if he were to move anywhere in the world other than Mm. Turkey, where would he, where would he live? That's a good question. I would also ask him if he would ever act in Hollywood Mm. Mm -hmm. if given the opportunity. Yeah. Um, and I know I'm trying to think. Yeah. I would, I mean, I think I would probably ask about his plans as far as the future um with his career mm-hmm. as because he is a lawyer right he doesn't just have to act right mm-hmm. so you know it does he prefer one or the other yeah. like kind of for his future what would be his ideal would he want to eventually get out of acting yeah. and settle down with his uh law career mm-hmm. and really focus on that or has acting kind of become his passion right. as far as what to do with his life. Yeah. Ooh, um, sorry, I just scratched the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I'm trying to think. Anything else? Um, I think I would also ask him, I think I would ask him, if you couldn't act or be a lawyer, what would you what do? What would you do? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. And then I think I would, I mean, something something ridiculous is always fun. Like, True. Like cats or dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I think he I think he would be fun to do like um one of those have you ever watched those like Vogue magazine interviews where they do like a hundred questions with yes. them, but they're kinda of like quick fast paced. Yes. Um I think those would be fun. Like you said, those some would of be it's fun. simple like cats or dogs, uh-huh. cook or go out. Uh-huh. Um, this kind of music or that. Like Yeah, who was your hero growing up? Yes. yes. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think I think doing like a fast round of questions like that mm-hmm. with him would be fun too. Because it kind of lets you get to know him personally without yeah. being invasive. Um, you know, because I know we all have these questions swirling around, but I absolutely would not ask him about anything with no his way. love life or anything like that. He already gets hammered with that on the regular. Yeah, totally. So as much as I'd probably be dying to want to know uh-huh. and have some insider information, yeah, um, I definitely would. Well, and you know, being realistic, he's not going to answer. He's not going to answer that. So stuff. why waste our breath? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, that was a that was a very good question. And then she said, um, have you thought about bringing on any other guests like Jessica? She was awesome, by the way, as are both of you. Thank you. That's so sweet. And I'm sure Jessica would be delighted to yes. hear that. And yeah, I think it would be fun. Like we have plenty more episodes. I think it would absolutely be fun if we could bring her back or. Yeah, um, we've, we've, we've tried a couple times yes, with our friend Rashmi. Rashmi. So maybe we can get her before we yes. um, finish. But she is also a very busy working awesome yes. mom and wife yeah. um and just woman in general so yes. it's hard to nail down schedules with it her is, but if is. we can yeah i think it would be fun to have rashmi on um and yeah definitely have jessica, jessica again if mm-hmm. she can make that happen we'll definitely. have to give her a call and then she says last one i promise um oh gosh please provide a how-to guide on quote enjoying a turkish drama important info for someone that struggles with so much well drama i'm dying to watch demet's new show but the angst factor may be too high for me but i adore her um but i adore her and want to support thoughts okay well i am all about the angst like yeah i love it in my books um (laughs) i love it in my tv shows and my movies so for me, like, it's pretty easy. Like, I kind of like having my heart ripped out and then put back into my chest um, <laughs> as sometimes very frustrating as it can be. What? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, my gosh. Because it's fun. 
funny. It's a funny thing to say. I know, but like, really, that's like the kind of like stuff I've been reading. And, oh, I like, know. Um, I know. Watching. So, <laughs> and and that's a lot more your wheelhouse. It is than it is mine. Right. Um. And yeah, I I mean because I I like a certain degree mm-hmm, of, of emotion of emotion and drama. Um. And there are certain, like, yeah, like, um, for example, I just read this book called Love in Other Words, and it's still, I, like, still think about that Mm -hmm. book, and it is very angsty. Mm -hmm. It's very emotional. Yes, it is. And, And I think you have to just enjoy the story like you have to be invested enough in the characters and the story right to be able to get into it even same thing with like Joseph Gazelle mm-hmm. that is a drama yes it is and there are comedic moments absolutely yes um but it is dramatic mm-hmm. and it is mainly a drama and yeah. so that's kind of what they're trying to draw you into but in my opinion um, and I've kind of come t- to understand this with the reading that I've done. Mm-hmm. And as I've watched more movies and television, I kind of have come to realize about myself, I need to personally be invested in characters. Mm-hmm. And that is a big draw for me yeah. as far as any story. Mm-hmm. If I care about the characters, right. then I'm like, oh, I'm in this and I'm going to continue the story until I know what happens to these people. <coughs> right. And... So that's kind of what I'm counting on with yeah. Demet's new show. Right. Um, and I would say just be mentally prepared. Right. That Yeah, I mean things that things aren't always going to be happy. Right. <laughs> um yeah, I lo- like of the DZs I listed that I had watched last year, other they all were they all involved um Ibrahim, which is who's Demet's co-star yeah. in this upcoming one. So I already just really love him. Yeah. And obviously I love Demet. So I'm already invested just from that standpoint. Right. And because I am someone who tends to like the angst and the drama. Yeah. But if you're not, I mean, obviously don't force yourself to watch something that no. you can't get invested in. Like give it a shot. Sure. See if the first couple episodes reel you in if you're just drawn by the acting or their chemistry. Um or, you know, the story that's being told, like if it's really riveting and, you know, yeah, that has to outweigh, honestly, any of the negative stuff. Totally. And if it doesn't, like, you know, you don't have to watch it, but you can still like tweet about it and stuff. If you're just wanting to support Demet, like mm-hmm. you can still, you know, uh, tweet every week with maybe the episode hashtag yeah. or just something to kind of help promote it. I yeah. mean, the nice thing is that whether you watch it or not isn't... um isn't going to affect the ratings on the show because they don't count ratings that are outside of Turkey. Right. So you don't need to feel bad about if it's a show you don't love. True. That you're somehow affecting the ratings. Yeah. Because here in the States, they don't count whether we watch it or not. Otherwise, EK would probably still be, um, EK would probably still be on the air if that were the case. Right. Um, So yeah, support her, give it a shot. But hey, if it's not for you or if it, if you feel worse after watching it, like, Mm -hmm. listen, life is way too short to let something fictional like that like affect you and so badly. And that seems like a silly thing to say, right. but but Eric and I were talking mm-hmm. about this recently where it's like, you know, why am I going to watch something mm-hmm. that I'm not loving? Right. Like why do I feel the obligation 
to mm-hmm. watch things or to like finish a show or right. whatever. If I'm not feeling like watching it, then yep. I don't have to watch it. Yep. Well, and it's funny because like I said, I had a laundry list of shows that I watched. Mm-hmm. And I think I came to realize after watching EK and just how truly invested I got in that. Yeah. That a lot of them, I was like, I'm literally just watching them because I've watched them for years now. Right. Or a lot of these shows I watched from the beginning. Yeah. So it was like, well, no, I'm an original, like, fan. Right. I need to keep going. Right. And it was like, well, clearly I didn't because it didn't have me pulled enough in that I kept up with them after EK came along. Exactly. So, yeah. So that's what I would say. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh... Our girl Kalina from Hawaii. <laughs> she said, how did the two of you become friends? We kind of touched on that with about how long we've been friends. But um, yeah, like I said, we grew up together in church, but we really started forming our friendship once we started going to school together. Mm-hmm. So we were literally just around each other more time-wise. Yeah. <laughs> and so that quantity yeah. of time turned into quality of time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just, yeah, we're very different. So it's I think that yeah. helps rather I, than like us butting heads. Yeah. Um Yeah, like and and I don't know if it's as obvious mm-hmm. during podcast recording. Probably not. How different we are. <laughs> I'm guessing. I mean, sometimes I think so, but yeah. not as much in real life because we're talking about something we actually have in common. Right. Our love for the show. Yeah. And um, we tend to not have widely different opinions on right. said show yeah um oh yeah we definitely have similarities and i think some of that oh, just totally. comes from being friends for so long we've kind of like rubbed off on each other yes but yes yeah but like there are some things that are just very yeah we're very different in many ways um and I mean, yeah i think that helps yeah. like i'm i'm like i tend to be the quiet one mm-hmm. um and i usually talk I a lot more it, yeah <laughs> kristen talks a lot <laughs> But for me, as, like, my personality type, Mm -hmm. I really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Thrive. Um, Um, Not attracted to, mm -hmm. but, um. Drawn to. Drawn to. to, Thank you. (laughs) I tend to be drawn to people who talk a lot Mm -hmm. because it means I don't have to. Right. (laughs) And in a social situation, Unless it's somebody that I know very, very well, right. like Kristen. I can talk to Kristen for hours. We can talk to each other for hours, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, um, you guys get a portion of that every week. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's a social situation where I'm not super comfortable, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to be saying much. Right. Because I don't do really well with small talk, quote unquote mm-hmm. small talk, because all I'm doing is sitting there thinking, Think of something to say, Ashley. Think of something to uh-huh. say. What do I say? What do I ask this person? And it takes a while for me to kind of get into a place where I'm comfortable enough. Yeah, where you're kind of warmed people, up. Uh-huh, to where I'm like, oh, I know this about them. Mm-hmm. I can ask them this specific thing. Right. And then I can like get them talking. Yeah. <laughs> and then it helps with the yeah. awkwardness. Well, I'm and so I think awkward. part of it too is like you and I mean I've and I think part of this is because of you. I've become more comfortable with silence, that not every mm. silence is an uncomfortable silence. Right. Um, but it sucks because, like, for you, silence isn't always uncomfortable. But if the person or people you're around think it is, yeah. then it becomes this, like, uncomfortable silence. Right. right. Um, and, yeah, so I've definitely learned that silences are not necessarily uncomfortable. There, there are comfortable silences. Yeah. And we've shared them all. Like, when we're driving somewhere together, we don't always have oh, yeah. the um, – we're not always filling the the time with chit chat or anything like right. that. Right. But well, and even it's it's funny because it's even that way 
you see in our families. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one of the first times I went over to Kristen's house because <laughs> my family is pretty reserved and quiet. And they're almost the same size. They're Ashley came from a family of five. Yeah. I which so three kids and her two parents. Uh-huh. I am family of six. Family of six. So yeah. only one more kid. Right. So fairly but, similar sized families. Yeah. But like I remember going to Kristen's house <laughs> as a kid for dinner and I was just sitting back like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Because everybody at the table was talking uh-huh. and everybody was just talking at the same uh-huh. time and talking over each other. And I'm like <laughs> overstimulated and like looking around the table like, this house is so loud. Like what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Because my home, like, I'm part Japanese. Like, my dad is, like, super calm uh-huh. and chill. And <laughs> we're just a lot more quiet. <laughs> yep. It's true. And it's, it's funny, though, because, like, literally my husband and I are friends with every member of Ashley's family. And yeah. In one form or another. And Jason is more like a courty. Oh, he absolutely than- is. <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely. It's, I was just going to, I was going to point out, like, what's funny is I think that's why Part of why I was so drawn to my husband, too, Mm -hmm. is, like, he is a lot like Ashley's family. Like, he's a lot more quiet. He is not one for small talk. He is not – he is far more introverted. (laughs) um, And he is just not one for – he will not throw himself into a social situation. Yeah. Yeah. He's – he and Ashley share a lot of the same qualities. Yep. Yep. Just funny. Yep. Well, and and my husband is very like gregarious. Gregarious. Yep, I was just gonna yeah. say that. Like totally people, describes him. People meet my husband or like people meet Kristen and they're instantly like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, I love them so much. They're so sweet. They're so easy to talk to." And people meet me and they're probably like, "Geez, what the heck is wrong with that girl?" <laughs> It's just not the same. People are not instantly taken with me like they are with Kristen it's and what, my husband. What's funny, that's one of the things about us being friends for so long. It's like, I wish I could pinpoint, like, I mean, I don't know. I imagine what, I must have just forced my friendship on you until you accepted it. I don't know. Like, I distinctly I remember like us, way, but like, I distinctly remember us bonding during that sign language class that we took. Yes, over the summer. Mm-hmm. And that You're was right. That was fifth grade. Yes, it was. And I remember part of it was <laughs> – this was a long time ago. Yes, it but was. I remember because I was like, oh, I know her. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think either of us knew we'd signed up no. for that summer course. And I wanted to take the class, mm-hmm. but I – even at that age, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know anybody, and this is really nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Kristen. School, it was at a school neither of us went to. Well, you were going to start it. I was going to start but going But you there. hadn't started there yet. No, not So it was yet. at a school it neither of us went to. It was just a little extra to... class mm-hmm. over the summer. Yeah. And I remember I was like, oh, I know Kristen. Uh-huh. Like, that's Kristen. I know her. You're right. I would probably say that you probably pinpointed that's exactly when our yeah. actual friendship started. Yes. Not just like we know each other. Right. That's like when our actual friendship started. Because then we saw each other like every day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. During the, the like four or six weeks that class uh-huh. was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I, right. I really think that's kind of what I, it was. I think you're And then it was like then correct. we were able to actually get to know each other. Right. Because it wasn't because just that like time. once a week at church mm-hmm. in Sunday school. Yep. Then it was like, oh, we had more things to chit chat about and talk about yeah. when we did see each other weekly at church. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then a year after that, we started going to school together. Yep. And so it just kind of. Yep. yep. So, yeah, that's good. Oh, I'm just glad somebody asked that because I totally <laughs> forgot about that sign language class. 
Um, Angel asked us, I've missed your podcasts. Hmm. If there was one thing you can change, add, or deal within the series, what would it be? There were so many wasted and missed opportunities in the series for characters to talk. Mm. Um, I would want Duran to have a happy ending. Yes. Okay. And so since you said that, I will then reiterate, I need justice for mm. Huma and Yeet. I needed them to like burn. Like... <laughs> Literally. I needed the, yeah. <laughs> I like needed them to go down and yeah. like suffer actual consequences because they were just wretched. Um yeah. but yes, so I like that. Because Duren, yeah, our girl, she deserved she yes. deserved an HEA. Yeah, that's for sure my answer. Um, she also asked because she's like, I have so many questions. And she said, What about how much better the series would have been if Sanem were to have moved out of her parents' home way before episode forty? I've never actually thought about that. Me either. Um, but you're right. I mean, there could yeah, have been a lot of a things that happened um, and directions that the writing could have gone. Yeah. I still, n- now that we've done like mm-hmm. volume 34 yeah. with the reconciliation yes. and now with 35 – her basically proposing to John, I still think this could have been the opportunity. Yeah. Which yeah. also, I mean, that does count her moving out of her. Uh, she could have. It, right, it right, right. her moving out. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been nice. Yeah. It would have been nice to have from here on out them engaged and then maybe married by 40. Yeah. And then to have like the last mm-hmm. however many episodes be them navigating married life. Yeah. And again, the writing could go in a whole new fresh directions. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, I, I think you're right, Angel, there could have been a lot of better things that happened Mm -hmm. had she moved out before episode 40. Yeah. Uh, and he says, what do you think of Poland as a character in general? The character of the woman dumped is interesting to me. I don't know if I'm bringing my Harrier de Sen viewing into the experience, um, where the writers gave that role nuance, but Poland felt like a cookie cutter <laughs> witch. Mm. Um, for instance, what was her motivation? Did she want John back just because she wasted years of her life on a man who didn't really commit to her in any way? Hmm. Was it that she couldn't stand losing to a woman she perceived beneath her? Or was she genuinely in love with John? Mm. Well, that's some good, like, in-depth insight to... It is because, yeah, it's really hard to tell what her motivation is yeah. which, as a character. Yep. Which, again, like, I think... It goes to the writing. Yeah. Because I I don't personally think Polen was ever supposed to come back. I don't think so I either. I think when Aisha wrote her out in 11. Yeah. Um, that that was supposed to be it. She was just initially yeah. one of the roadblocks in the way of John and Son M because and- she had a longer history with John. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of gave us the idea of the kind of person he was. As far as, like, how much it meant that he was so drawn to Sanem. Yeah. Because here was this woman that he's known a long time and has kind of always had a something with and mm-hmm. he cares about, but not in any way that he wants to settle down, that he wants to commit to her in any real sense. Yeah. But then Sanem comes along and is drawing this something out in him that yeah. nobody ever has. And I think she was meant to be just someone who pointed that out. Yeah. And, and as far as you know, episodes one to 11, mm-hmm. she did that well. Yes. And, and the character, I think, fulfilled that role very well. Yes. But in Poland 2.0, uh-huh. it became its own little monster. Right. Because, yeah, she came back 
And we already were questioning, like, okay, first of all, she wouldn't even know Huma because John had no contact with his mother. Right. So it's like she already didn't make sense coming back the way she did in cahoots with Huma because Mm -hmm. it wouldn't make sense that the two of them even have a friendship. Right. Um, And then for, again, for a woman who is so smart, accomplished, accomplished, Mm -hmm. and beautiful, for her to be that determined to win back a man who very 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 clearly doesn't want her back yes it the motivation it's very contradictory and everything is very contradictory yeah yeah so i yeah i think it just goes back to not great writing mm-hmm. <laughs> um and just grasping for what can we what can we make another roadblock and just right. kind of regurgitating um old storylines yeah and just yeah yep so um sarah early bird maven asks are you guys planning on branching out and doing episode breakdowns of other dz's which yes yes we are we just don't quite know what those are yet because like i said it kind of i feel like is going to need to coincide with when we're done with ek Mm -hmm. unless for some reason we find ourselves with lots of time where we're able to balance two dz's until we finish this one right um it'll probably be something that airs that starts airing in the spring. Mm-hmm. Cause I think we're both in agreement. We would want it to be something that we're both watching for the first time. Yeah. Because that would be different yes. than what we're, what we've done with, uh, EK. Yes. Cause every, we have always known what's coming. Like we've always known what's mm-hmm. been ahead because we started doing this so late in the game. Um, so it would be really nice yeah. to have something where it's more of a first reaction. Yes. And yeah. I think it, even if it's, I mean, there's a lot of DZs that are popular, um, that don't air anymore. So I'm not even opposed to that. Like, honestly, we'd probably, we'll probably ask you guys, the listeners, because yeah. you're who we're wanting to appeal to. Yep. So if they're, we, as it gets closer, we'll probably reach out to you guys and just say like, what are some DZs you would like to hear us talk about? Mm-hmm. Because maybe it's one that's aired in the past. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but it's still popular and kind of known today. You know, it still makes the rounds. And I'm not opposed to that. Is You know what I mean? Especially if it's yeah. one that neither one of us has seen. Yeah. Then it's first time watching. Yeah. Um, or if there happens to be one starting around that time that is like got a lot of hype and people are going to be watching, then we'll start with that. So we'll know more as it gets closer. But yes, we are planning yeah. to branch out. Definitely. Um, and then Eric Kenji John M on Twitter says, and I thought you did this, but I guess not. She says, you never mentioned how Sun M imitated Polen in the cooking class episode. I was waiting for your both, both of your takes on it because it made me cry with laughter when I watched it. What was your reaction when you first watched it? When she like mimics her, and I thought we, what did it, what does she mimic? See, why am I, why so, am I spacing I on, now, like, on how I, she mimics her? Now I want to like pull it up in. Um, now I like want to pull it up in. Um, what episode was that? Thirty three. It's like it makes me want to pull it up now. Um, I'll see if I can find it. We'll, we'll okay. circle back to that one. Yeah, but for some reason, I felt like that did get brought up, but I guess it didn't. So let's circle back to that. Okay. Um, C. C. Knock. Gosh, I'm sure I'm butchering that. But anyway, mm-hmm. she says hi. I would like to know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's YouTube for you. Um, she says hi. I would like to know where do you work at. Thank you for your podcast. You make my way to college very entertaining. Oh, so I'm very happy we can hang out with you on your drive to school. Um, so we kind of touched on that a little bit. Um, I don't go to an actual job. I worked in a restaurant for, um, 10 years and I worked in a hospital, um, kind of 
for some between time. I worked in the restaurant for almost five years, then worked at a hospital for a little bit and then went back to the restaurant because, uh, waitressing part-time was making me more money than working full-time at a hospital so i went back to waitressing and the schedule was a lot more flexible Mm -hmm. i would um manage part-time so i would deal with like basically any customer complaints and all of that so kind of Mm -hmm. gave me some variety of work to do there not just serving and i loved it we had a great ashley that's ashley worked there for a long time too Mm -hmm. um she started there just before i did she's like the reason i applied there is Mm because she started working there and like two months later i applied um we loved our boss. It was great. Uh-huh. Still, like, kind of keep in touch with him to this day. Um, and I haven't worked there in almost five years. And you haven't worked there probably in, like, almost seven. Because you left, like, a year or two I before I did. I think it's been – well, it was the year I got married. So, 2012. Yeah. yeah. So it was March. for almost eight years. It was March of 2012 yeah. when I quit. Uh-huh. And I quit in February of 2015 because my husband and I went into business for ourselves mm-hmm. for a handful of years and um, that was very difficult. It is mm-hmm. props to anyone who keeps a small business afloat. Mm-hmm. It is very hard work. I admire you very much. Um, we did well for a while, but it just got to a point where um, my husband's a plumber. So he did a lot of um, like commercial plumbing and stuff for restaurants and schools and malls and all that. So he did that and I did more of the business side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, like invoicing and all of that and it just got to a point where it was like well we just we couldn't um we couldn't get any bigger than we were because it was just him we were at a point where it's like well we can't really afford to hire employees to take on more work but we can't take on more work if we don't have employees so we just kind of got to a stalemate and um yeah so then he went back to uh working for an actual uh, company and yeah and I never went back to any like formal job so I, I joke that I'm, um, a stay at home dog mom cause I spoil my dog, but I, uh, wedding coordinate part-time, um, just kind of on call like for a local church up here. And, uh, yeah, so that's a big part of why I have time to do the podcast and watch and take notes for a DZ every yeah. week. Um, and be so active on social media with you guys. Uh, Ashley. Yeah. So <laughs> when I quit that job, mm-hmm. it was because I was finishing my teaching credential. Right. So, um, and getting married. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a credentialed teacher and currently I, the gig that I have is with the charter school that works with homeschooling families. So it's really cool because I can work from home. Yeah. Um, and I meet up with my families, uh, once a month mm-hmm. and collect, work samples and that kind of a thing and it's all um i mean essentially it's done remotely so um i can work from home yeah so yeah i recently i had um i recently applied for there was a part-time job for the county library oh and i applied for that but i never heard back oh um but yeah that would be a fun job i know and it was just part-time so it was like okay um and some of it would have required traveling because it's not just for any one library in the the system it was throughout the county okay but it was like well i'll still apply if it winds up being something where it's like i'm gonna have to travel too much then i can just turn the job down yeah um and then there's a there's actually a used bookstore that I like to go to, and I and they always seem like to need help. So I thought mm. maybe I can like go in and see um, if they need some help because I I don't I couldn't do full time. I my husband's grandparents like need a lot more help these days mm, and stuff. So yeah. it's kind of nice that I don't have a set scheduled job to go to because I can help with a lot of doctor's appointments and um, stuff like that. But I do miss I do miss like going to 
a place of work. Like mm, I, yeah. from the time I was 16, I got a job and then I didn't stop working um, until 2015 Yeah. Um, when we started our own business and then that was a different kind of work. So right, right. I do get um, a little restless sometimes. So I tend to keep, I, I keep like a specific schedule at home, like for my grocery shopping and cleaning and all that. There's something to that. Yeah. yeah. Even with working from home because mm-hmm. I was a little worried that I was going to be disciplined enough to yeah. to do that um, because there is something kind of nice about yes. going to a physical place. Right. You have to get up and get ready. Uh-huh. And, like, yeah. and then when you leave, you're done. Right. And um, so having to make my own schedule mm-hmm. was an adjustment. Yeah. And, but now that I've done it, this is my second year mm-hmm. at this specific job. And it's technically my first full-time position Mm -hmm. I've done part-time teaching uh all through the years since I got my credential but um I was like pretty pretty sick when Mm -hmm. we first got when my husband and I first got married I have rheumatoid arthritis and I was like majorly ill for like three years um so I couldn't physically good for you no it wouldn't have been physically possible I don't think um and then we moved, and being in another state, my California credential wasn't valid, mm-hmm. so I couldn't work full-time. So I ended up finding a position at a private school, which is nice because you don't have to be mm-hmm. state certified. And the fact that I was certified in California, since they were a private school, they were like, that's fine enough yeah. for us. At least we know you're educated. Exactly. Like, you're educated to be able to educate these kids. Exactly. Yeah. So coming back is when I got this job. And um, yeah, it's definitely different working <laughs> from home. But um, it's been good. I feel like I'm more organized now than I used to be. Well, that's good. Yeah. Especially with my schedule. Yeah. I've had to become a planner person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I can't not be. Because you don't Otherwise have the parameters of – Yeah, because you don't have the parameters of your – of being at school. Exactly. in a classroom to mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, contain that for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, unofficially me on Twitter says, I'm sure I could ask a million questions, but here are a few. How did you decide to take the plunge and do the podcast? Hmm. Have you podcast before? How long do you normally spend recording a podcast episode? And what was your favorite episode of the show? Wow. Well, we've never podcasted before. Yeah, neither of us have ever podcasted before. Yeah. Um, and deciding to take the plunge. Ashley brought it up first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which is just funny because it podcasting is literally sitting and talking. <laughs> yeah. And that's like not something Ashley normally would just volunteer to do. I'm I'm the weird person who always has ideas though yes. of, of stuff to do. Like like I'm like, "Oh, I really want to do this." Uh-huh. And like we had a blog for a while. Yes, we did. And I was like, "Kristen, do you want to do a blog yep. with me?" And we like, had like a little I, fashion blog. Yeah, for a I just while. think of yep. ideas. Yeah. Yep. Um and so when you first brought it up, I'm trying to remember, like, you brought it up and I know you weren't joking, but it wasn't like in any serious sense where it was like, then we sat down and started making plans. It was like, oh, you know, like, it was like, what do you think about this? Right. And then it was kind of like, oh, that might be fun. And then it was kind of dropped for a while. Yeah. And then we went, we met up with some other EK fans mm-hmm. that we discovered are also in other areas of Southern California. Yep. We kind of met up at a central location and went and had dinner together at a Mediterranean restaurant mm-hmm. and we brought it up to them and we're like, yeah, we were actually like thinking about possibly in the future starting a podcast about EK. Like, yeah. And they were all super supportive. They're like, you totally should. Oh my gosh. Like, 
um, that would be so fun. And so like yeah. hearing that was kind of like, oh, all right. Like, like maybe we could actually do this. Yeah. Like maybe it's not as crazy as it sounds. Yeah. And then it was still another, that was like back in January. And so it was still yeah. another couple months before we did it. And this is where Rod comes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Rod of the Irrelevant Information Podcast. He, Ashley knows him through his blog, right? Yes. I know him through Periscope. Periscope, yes. Because Ashley was a major Periscoper for a while, guys. I was. I did Disney trivia mm-hmm. every week. Um, I did Friends trivia for a while, but you did Disney trivia for way longer than I did for Friends like trivia. For like a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. I was pretty consistent. That yeah. was when I was still living in Washington. Yep. And I made a lot of friends, actually, mm-hmm. from Periscope. And is that, um, is that's that how, how I met, met Matt. Matt? Okay, Matt. Did, yep. Who did our our logo. <laughs> yes, Matt made us our logo. Matt made us our logo. Mm-hmm. That's how I met Matt. That's how I met this couple, Chris and Natalie. Mm-hmm. They would do movie trivia. Yes. They're the ones who inspired me to start doing trivia mm-hmm. because they would, I think every Tuesday or something, they would mm-hmm. do trivia. And I had so much fun doing their movie yes. trivia. And Rod was a consistent participant okay. in the movie trivia. Okay. See, I didn't know. I knew you met him from Periscope, but I didn't know how. So that was kind of the connection with that. And then I started following Rod on social media. Mm-hmm. On it, it was like Periscope, Twitter, Instagram. Mm-hmm. It was that was kind of the genesis of me following <laughs> a lot of these people. Um, because it was like, oh, you're like my Periscope uh-huh. friend, and then I would start to follow them on right. other social media accounts. Um. And, I mean, I still have my Periscope account, but I could not tell you when the last time was that I yeah. used it. Um, so people could go on there and watch all my old, old trivia. <laughs> yeah, because some of them are saved. Mm-hmm. So they would be able to watch them under my recents. But, um, so Rod started his podcast. He started the, oh, he started started the, the blog pod- first. Okay, okay. And with the blog, he had contacted me mm-hmm. and was like, hey – would you ever be interested in writing articles mm-hmm. for my blog? He he really wanted it to be a collaborative project. Yes. Where he basically paid for the website. He set everything up. He's hosting it but has like a bunch of guest bloggers exactly. and writers. Yeah, because he has all these friends who are interested in different things. Right. And he kind of wanted it to be a place where we could share our irrelevant – because mm-hmm. that's what it is, irrelevant mm-hmm. information. You know, whatever we're just interested in. Yeah. Because he's kind of like – you know, people are interested in so many different things. And he can be like a one-stop shop for that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to have a platform where you can just be like, hey, here's this thing that I like and here it is in case anyone is interested. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a few articles for him and one of them was about Arkenji Kush. Which at one – I don't know if this is still true, but at one point mm-hmm. it was the second most visited article on, on his, his website. website. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think part of it was after we shared it on our yes, Twitter. On the DZ the, Twitter. Yeah. For the podcast. So you guys are awesome because you drove traffic up on yes. his website to that article. Yeah. So long story short, long story long. Uh-huh. Um, after the he did the blog, then he was like, I'm going to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And he had been doing it for a while and he decided to upgrade his microphone. So his old microphone, he posted it on his Instagram stories and was like, hey, if somebody wants a mic, like, just let me know. Um, I'll send it to you for free. Mm-hmm. I would just like to give it to someone. Right. So I kind of offhandedly mentioned well, it Well, I was Kristen. at your house when you saw that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was probably on, like, there's a Trader Joe's near Ashley's house and mm-hmm. I love that store. And there's not one near me. 
So usually I would make a Trader Joe's run and then go hang out at her house until I wanted to drive home. Yeah. And I was there one day. Yep. And she's like, hey, uh, Rod's getting rid of his old microphone. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I wonder if I should ask him for it. And I was like, yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And that was literally, that was the final like catalyst into like, okay, I guess we're going to try this because now you're getting a microphone. Because we yeah. had done no prep work up until then. We had done nothing. We hadn't to, like, even really researched anything. No. It was mm-hmm. just kind of this nebulous idea, yes. and it was kind of a thing where we're going, yeah, sure, someday that would be kind uh-huh. of fun, but we didn't make any real move to do no. it. But then suddenly we had a microphone, Yep, and it was kind of a situation where we're thinking, hmm, maybe we can actually do this, uh-huh. and then it all kind of just happens. Yep, and it's the microphone Ashley still talks on. Yeah. Uh, and then we obviously ordered a second one. Yep. So we each had a microphone to talk on, and then it just kind of went from there. So it's almost like we just needed that first step. It mm-hmm. was like, all right, well, now we have a microphone, so now what do we need? Well, we need another microphone, we need uh, mic clips and stands, and mm-hmm. okay, how are we going to record into this? And so then we started, like, Googling and researching, like, okay, what are some platforms that people record in um, and edit in? And, yeah. you know, and then Rod also helped us pick out um, a, what's it called, platform? A- um a hosting a hosting yeah yeah so because we were like okay you don't just like upload to itunes and all that you have to have it hooked up to an rss feed right um right. and he suggested the one that he used mm-hmm. so then we got hooked up with that yep and yeah and then we it probably still took us like another month before we were like okay let's sit down and actually record an episode yeah. even if we don't release it yep and then so we recorded two up the first two episodes mm-hmm. and then we shared it with um our private like friends group that mm-hmm. um it's like a little fan group for ek and so we were kind of like can we share this with you guys and kind of get feedback mm-hmm. and so we shared the files unedited and all of that just to get feedback and we did and then we just picked a date and we're like okay this is when we're gonna drop them and then now it's real and we mm-hmm. have to do it and then that's what happened yeah we've been doing it from now on and now we've been doing it <laughs> since yeah um so yeah um and as far as like how long it took well the first episode was like 35 minutes and it was much shorter. yes so the, we it, had this whole structure at first we did it was like well we were just picking out moments yes like, okay what's your cringiest moment what's your, what's your stabbiest moment? moment what's your stabbiest moment um and we were just sort of pinpointing our favorite highlighted moments of the episode right and you know as i sort of expected it would i figured we'd start out with something structured and it would just kind of morph into whatever it was going to be yeah whether we kind of stuck with that yeah and it did slowly but surely morph into more us just doing like a blow by blow of the episode yep. and then making our commentary so yeah. but you guys don't seem to mind that we drone on and on for yeah. basically an hour and a half every week now instead of half an hour so yeah that's what we do. Yeah. And it usually takes like a couple hours to record and yeah. do the pre and post yes. as far as the setup and tear down and yeah. exporting and all that good stuff. Yeah. So. For the most part, we don't edit too much out anymore. So what yeah. you hear is pretty much how long we recorded. And then, yeah, but we have to we have to kind of noise reduce and do mm-hmm. a couple of things to make it sound better and then get it uploaded and type in our little summary mm-hmm. and get the social media posts ready and mm-hmm. all that. So that probably takes another hour or two of preparation and stuff on yeah. top of that. So, yeah. And then as far as what was your favorite episode of the show? I'm guessing you mean EK, not our favorite podcast episode, but maybe I'll just answer both just in case. Oh, yeah. Um so yeah, I would think EK. Yeah. 
I still think uh, there's so many good ones, but I, gosh, and now that the show's over, because I think the last time we talked about this, the show wasn't over yet. The last mm-hmm. time I like made a declaration of like my favorite episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard because I, 12 is definitely always going to be just this mm. very spectacular monumental episode. Um, but I love 40 too now. Yeah. Um, 40. Not 42. 40 as also. <laughs> um, even though it's – and again, that's probably just my angsty, loving mm-hmm. self because, you know, they're separated. They're not together. Right. Um, But it's just so good. Yeah. There's just – their acting is phenomenal. You see so much more of a range between the two of them. Yeah. Because – it's so different from any other EK episode up to that point. It is. It is much more of a drama. And there, yeah. And yeah. there's just, there's beauty in all the pain that's in that episode. Mm-hmm. And so there's just something to be said for that. So, mm-hmm. um, and as far as the show, like our show, I don't know. Um, it's, even though we're the ones talking and doing it and we kind of listen to the episode again, I forget a lot like about, yeah. <laughs> about like what we say and do. But probably one of my favorite episodes we recorded was 12. Um we had Jessica with us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just, we really went in depth on that episode because it's such a good episode and we got insight and got to hear about like her trip to Turkey mm-hmm. and all of that. So, and I think that's besides our first episode, that's one of our most listened to episodes on the podcast. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's for me. Nice. Oh, gosh. I would, I think I'd volume 12 mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so good it is it is yeah and as far as ours i in i think maybe the one i might have had the most fun recording mm-hmm. which is i guess how i'll judge yeah, this sure was our first reaction to 40 that is a good one because well and that was because any other we were so before. full of feelings and yes, emotions we and it was so cathartic to come in here uh-huh. and talk about it yes and so much happened. Yes. Because it so was like, it's back uh-huh. and this happened and everything. And so I think for our podcast, I think that was yes. my favorite. And it was just something different because everything else had been much more structured. This oh, was yeah. like, we haven't even watched this with subs. We just watched the live feed. Yep. And, and now we're spilling our guts. Our guts. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to compare that one to mm. when we actually do like an in-depth very version of it very i'll be curious to see if any of our thoughts or feelings have changed yeah we're only five episodes away i know oh my gosh um okay so just got a couple more um carolina on instagram wants to know our favorite john and demet song now what i want to say (laughs) is the song we never got to hear because our boy uh was writing like a seven to nine minute long song that was specifically for John and Son M. And we never got it. But we never got it because the show got canceled, I believe, before it could be finished. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it would have to be I, Tenley Kadin. That song has played several times throughout the show. So it just, and it's during these very pivotal moments. So, I, yeah, that's my John and Demet song. I think. I'm surprised you didn't pick House of Cards. <gasps> <laughs> deck of cards deck, deck of, cards. of cards dang it you're right i always want to call I do. it house of cards of the show <laughs> um the, i do yeah we all know i've talked about that song before i love that song um but it's only played during like a kind of sad moment that's for them true. so um that's true yeah i i i think of them most when i hear i tenly could in okay my favorite is 
the Tukan song, Kermaze. Yes. That's my yes. favorite. From episode 12. Yes. I could listen to that song over mm-hmm. and over and over again. And I could watch that scene oh. over and over and over again. I just love it so much. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That is a heart bursting oh, scene my gosh. for sure. And song. Oh, my gosh. Um, Let's see. And then our last two questions come from our girl, Giselle. She says, favorite deviant hairstyle, bun, half pony, pony, or sexy pirate Jesus? I only ask the important questions. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> um, now, I do love me his wild and crazy hair from the 40s, but I just love classic man bun John with the swoopy hair in the when it's kind of swooped in the front. That's my absolute, hands-down favorite look on him. I'm exactly the same. Okay. And I'm not a, the hugest fan of the, of the wild, lion mane. Of the lion mane. No. He kind of reminds me of um, Beast. <laughs> Beauty and yeah. the Beast. But I think that's kind of part of why I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, no. For sure. The, I, the I man actually, bun with the front hair. Swoops. And yeah, because when it was just too short... And yeah. when they were having to do his little, like, fake uh-huh. bun to kind of add on to it, yeah. there was something about that that I I loved mm-hmm. it. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, yeah. Yep. Absolute favorite. Um, and then she says, favorite Son M outfit, favorite John outfit, favorite side character, and most hated side character, and it can't be Eileen or Huma. So, favorite Son M outfit. That's hard, huh? That's so hard because both of told... the phases mm-hmm. were so good. Yeah, for for her wardrobe. Yes. Ooh, this is so hard. Oh, sorry, Zuzu. <laughs> Scared Zuzu. Um, do you have one for Sunem? Okay, so in the later episodes, um, there's not like I actually really love. I think her. The way her hair looked when she's in that, um, it's like a white crocheted crop top and white shorts with like that orange and cream oh my kind gosh. of bandana when yes. she's kind of running through and like steals. Um, yes. She steals when she the. she sneaks in and John yes, is showering. and John showering. I love the way she looks in that. Um, I like most of her looks in the 40s. There's a few that I don't, mm-hmm. but I like most of her styling in the 40s. My favorite outfit, gosh, because she has some really good ones. Mm-hmm. But I really like, I'm trying to think, it's got to be one that, like, really sticks out. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, there's, I know the ones I hated, like that <laughs> long, sheer black skirt thing that, like, kind of went that down to her bizarre. knees and was over. Yeah, that yeah. was just a really bizarre, not flattering look. Yeah. Um, Dang. Oh, this is hard. I mean, I particularly love her in yellow. Mm-hmm. And um, there are quite a few outfits when, when she's wearing yellow that she just looks Looks great. really good. Um, I think one for sure that I, for some reason, I always just love it. The episode when she and Duran pair up mm-hmm. to win back with the new campaign for uh, McKinnon. Oh, uh-huh. And when they come, you know, yes, do their, woman, like, woman, woman walk. walking in mm-hmm. and Sanem has like this blazer and she's got those cut jeans with the yes. heels. There's something about that that I love. I agree. 
Um, so that is definitely one of my favorites. Okay, that's a good um, one. And, but like even the early ones when she's in her dress and she makes a flower crown, she looks so beautiful there. Even like when she's in the long gray dress and she's got the red the dark lips and, oh. the, and the long duster cardigan mm-hmm. and like f- is it six or five or something like that yeah um i like yeah you know what i really love her in that red dress and she has like a blue and red flannel she kind of wears over it yes and she yes wears yes the red lipstick and, her yes. and when she tells john she doesn't love him yes she does i that is love, a great outfit yes i love her in that outfit mm-hmm. she looks great so i yeah. yeah i think i'm gonna go with that yeah. Um, John, honestly, anytime he wears black or hunter green, like, I don't think I have a particular look. Yeah. Um, the one on the front of my folder I really like. There's one all black look. I'll post I'll post a picture of it when we do the if we when we do in any kind of mm. Instagram post for this one. Yeah. My notebook one, he's in like a hunter green like coat over a black jeans and a black button-up shirt but there's one particular all black outfit that i really really love him in yeah um i'll post that when we do the instagram for this episode yeah yeah black for sure mm-hmm. um i was gonna be ridiculous <laughs> i was gonna say can i pick when he just comes out of the, the shower, shower? <laughs> i mean it, a towel is a towel an outfit sure i oh no no i know oh. i know what 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 <laughs> When he gets back into his tux and he goes <gasps> and he goes off yeah, to meet her and tell her that she's albatross, that he's albatross. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. the one. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, mostly because of what it means, but still. Yes. Yeah. Because, ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite side character? Mine's JJ. JJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was going to be him or Osman for you. Oh. Um, uh... I mean, I do think JJ still wins because he's such a good friend. He is such a good friend. He's just, yeah. He's, we all need a JJ. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, JJ. And then most hated side character, it can't be Eileen or Huma. That would have to be Yeet for me because he just, he made so many things horrible. Hmm. And he was a huge part in why Son M and so was Huma, but we can't pick her. Right. Like he was such a huge part in why John and Son M were apart for as long as they were. Yeah. Um, and never paid for it. I know yeah. you hate Emray. I know you hate Emray. Um, but he, and as much damage as he did, and he didn't pay consequences for it, I still think he edges him out. Yeah. Gosh, that's so hard. <laughs> I think because of the injustice, I would have to pick Yeet. Mm-hmm. But it's still kind of an injustice with, you know what? I'm picking Emre. <laughs> because it's a similar kind of injustice to me. Mm-hmm. Because he did so many horrible, awful things. And he never really truly had to pay for them. And he, he got a happily ever after. And he did. But he also wound up being found out and admitting to them. So Yeet never got found out. So not only did he just not serve consequence, like suffer any consequences, you know what? He never even got found out. I have to pick ye. You want to know why I have to pick ye? <laughs> because of that sicko having the big Pic- picture of Sun M in his <laughs> yes. bedroom. So creepy and gross. Like you're a pervert. Yep. And you deserve to be yeah. the most hated. Yeah. 
because that is mm-hmm. so weird. So weird and obsessive and stalkery and serial killery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. That I wouldn't have been surprised if that was the turn that it took. Yep. No doubt. Um. So yeah, that is all of your questions. Oh, did you find that Polen um scene? Because now I want to like. I don't. I okay. guess I didn't notice it. So how about I this? was watching it. Okay, Erkenji John M. I will we will find that and we I will definitely discuss that in a future episode. The next episode. Yes. Yeah. So when we yeah. record for um 36, mm-hmm. yeah, I will go back we will go back and rewatch that. Because honestly, sometimes we miss stuff because we're taking notes and we will miss right. things. Um so I'm wondering if we missed her little mimicking. Yeah, I must um, have just missed it. I feel it. like I remember it, but yeah, I guess we didn't discuss In the it. Cooking so scene. Yeah, but now okay. I want to. So we will get yeah. back to you on that when we record mm-hmm. our next episode. But we will follow up, I promise. For so. sure. Anyways, thank you guys so much for asking such great questions. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And uh we hope you are having uh, a Merry Christmas. Or mm-hmm. if you don't do Christmas, that you're just having a great Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, and that you have a great rest of your week and a happy new year because we'll be back to you guys in the new year yes and we will see you guys then i don't know we haven't decided yet if we're going to do um if we're going to do a full episode or if we're going to maybe watch a turkish movie Mm -hmm. and talk about that with you guys so either way either way we'll have an episode for you next week yep we'll have something yep so we'll see you then